The Maximum Mix from the 60s through the 80s. Non-stop music. Rolling Stones. Stevie Wonder. Beatles. Classic hits. Sky Pilot Radio Las Vegas. The soundtrack of your life. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The War Room, Infowars.com, Band.video. My name is Harrison Smith, sitting in today for Owen Schroyer. We switched places. He did the uh, American Journal this morning. I'm doing The War Room today. Why? I couldn't tell you. Who knows? Maybe a little cross-promotion. All I know is Owen said, hey, do you want to switch places? And all I heard was, hey, do you want to sleep in on Tuesday? What day is it Tuesday? I said, yes, please, for the love of God, I would love to switch places with you. Uh, so I got to sleep in today. I got a lot of time to prepare this show, so we've got a lot of great stuff for you. I guess if you don't know, I am Harrison. I, I host the uh, morning show here at InfoWars, American Journal, 8 to 11 a.m. Uh, it's our call-in show, heavy on the phone calls. And we'll probably take your phone calls here today as well, because I want to hear you sound off about all of the insanity going on. We've got a literal invasion taking place at our southern border. We've got whistleblowers now coming out and revealing in you know incontrovertibly that the numbers that we receive about covid are baseless wrong they're lies in short really incredible stuff of course uh, that's from project veritas we will be welcoming a member of project veritas on the show today to talk about this incredible groundbreaking uh, revelation that they've been able to come up with it's just the way they do i mean my god project veritas has had so many home runs in their career it's uh it's truly truly incredible like infowars and project veritas have to be two of the most powerful organizations on earth right now and uh it's just like regular people getting together and blowing the lid off of the lies that we experience every single day in this country but as great as it is that project veritas got this scoop and actually has people behind the scenes undercover video of them explaining exactly how this works and shows them covering up numbers and um all that sort of stuff to be honest with you it's just sort of a cherry on top of uh the sunday because and we'll explain this throughout the program today the numbers are there for anybody to look at and see just how horrific this vaccine rollout has been i've got a new study here says estimating the number of covid vaccine deaths in america essentially taking the vares adverse reaction reporting uh system And going through it and comparing numbers of actual cases versus numbers of reported cases and then coming up with a estimation at what the uh, actual death caused by the vaccine, what that actual number looks like. According to this uh, scientific study, could be upwards of 150,000 people. And it's truly shocking. I'll explain all of the... uh, all of the information that they went through to come to that conclusion. So we'll be covering that, of course, uh, so much stuff about COVID. We'll be talking, of course, about the um, uprising that's taking place now in Australia with, uh, what do they call They call them the, um, what do they call them? They, they call truckers truckies. What are the construction workers? Workies? It's literally something like that. Uh, tradies. They call them tradies. 
It's the people who work in trades. So the tradies are, are uprising. Awesome. It's uh, really amazing. Kind of a yellow vest style uprising uh, there in Australia. And I think maybe for the first time, perhaps decades, the Australian government is figuring out that the people, the protesters they're dealing with are not um, soy boy, Black Lives Matter, you know, uh, approved and supported by the establishment, just whiners. They aren't just whiners. These are people of action. And unfortunately, they've kicked the hornet's nest, the Australian government, and now they're feeling the sting. We'll show you all these incredible videos in this program, taking your calls as well, uh, talking about the border crisis, of course, and the absurdity going on there. Uh, and you also have, uh, also have a major host of a very important national television show basically complaining that uh, America's way too interested in the fact that uh, a young woman has gone missing and uh, is presumed killed because she's white. So it's like, really, do we have to care? I thought we hated white people and wanted them all to die. Should we be celebrating? We'll show you that clip on the other side, too. Stay with us. It's The War Room. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the War Room as we lift off once again, blasting into cyberspace, crossing the entire Earth with these radio waves of freedom. We're so happy that you're here with us to take this journey. My name's Harrison Smith, sitting in today for Owen Schroyer, who hosted my program, American Journal, this morning. I hope you did well. I was sleeping. <laughs> I admit I was sleeping, Uh, but I'm sure he did great. I'm sure uh, he took a lot of calls. Uh, Very fun stuff, but I'm very happy to be here hosting the War Room today. I have so many videos that I'm looking at. I'm just wondering where to start. It's never a problem here at InfoWars figuring out what we should talk about. There's always just too much. It's always just, all right, how do we narrow this down? What do we actually want to focus on at this particular junction we find ourselves? I think I'll start. Not with Project Veritas, as people may have expected from the headline of today's program, but rather another study that seems to confirm everything that Project Veritas has been talking about. I will show you the Project Veritas video a little bit later where they expose exactly how the uh, vaccine deaths have been uh, covered up. and The vaccine effectiveness has been uh, inappropriately inflated. Really incredible stuff from Project Veritas. But I stumbled on this article this research paper, and I'd like to read it to you. Now, a little disclaimer here at the front. I don't know how seriously to take this report. I'm just letting you know. Now, I've gone through it. I've looked through it critically. I've looked at the um, methods that they use, and they all seem to check out for me. And sort of the clincher on this, this is actually from a government website. I couldn't actually find the page that it was posted on. I was just given a direct link to the download. But if you want to find it yourself, you can go to downloads.regulations.gov slash CDC slash 2021-0089-0024 forward slash attachment underscore one dot PDF. That's where I found this. And it's titled Estimating the Number of COVID Vaccine Deaths in America. Here's the abstract. 
Analysis of the Vaccine Adverse Reporting System database can be used to estimate the number of excessive deaths caused by COVID vaccines. A simple analysis shows that it's likely over 150,000 Americans who have been killed by the current COVID vaccines as of August 28th, 2021. 150,000 Americans. It's a possibility because one thing that we know to be sure is that the numbers that are on VAERS are low. They are not being reported at a high rate. I mean, it's not like, you know, 50% of things are are, um, reported. It's probably more like 10%. But this article gets into, or this uh, research paper, I should say, gets into exactly how they figured this out. They say determining the VAERS underreporting multiplier. One method to discover the VAERS underreporting analysis can be done using a specific serious adverse event that should always be reported. Data from the CDC and a study published in JAMA. Anaphylaxis after COVID-19 vaccination is rare and occurs in approximately two to five people per million vaccinated in the United States based on events reported to VAERS according to the CDC report on the VAERS website. Anaphylaxis is a well-known side effect and doctors are required to report it. It occurs right after the shot. You can't miss it, so it should always be reported. A study at Mass General Brigham that assessed anaphylaxis on a clinical setting in a clinical setting after the administration of COVID-19 vaccines published in JAMA on March 8th, 2021, found severe reactions consistent, consistent with anaphylaxis occurred at a rate of 2.7, 2.47 per 10,000 people fully vaccinated. In other words, many, many, many times higher than the rate reported by the CDC. When asked about this, both the CDC and FDA sidestepped answering the questions. But it does imply that the VAERS is underreporting anaphylaxis by 50 times to 123 times. So in other words, you have a study where they there was no seemingly no mistakes to be made. They, you know, had people take the vaccine, sat there and made sure they didn't have some sort of reaction and then made sure to report that, you know, as as quickly as humanly possible. So. They say, in general, most of us think it's therefore entirely reasonable to assert that deaths are reported even less uh, frequently than anaphylaxis since deaths are not as proximate to the injection event. In other words, it seems like the rate that anaphylaxis would be actually reported would be much higher than deaths since deaths maybe happen a couple weeks later. And again, you've heard the stories here on InfoWars. You've probably heard them in your own life as well. I know I have of people saying, yeah, uh, my cousin, my nephew is you know somebody was killed by the vaccine and then i went and said uh, are you reporting this to vares and the doctor said no no we're, we're not totally sure that it was the vaccine so we're just gonna go ahead and not report it like we know that happens and now we're learning that it may be happening at a much higher rate than we assumed we vaccinated 97.5 million people from the start of march 2021 and there were reports of 583 reports in vares of people who had anaphylaxis reaction on their first dose. This, sude- uh, this suggests that the underreporting rate is 41 times. Other estimates, such as how underreported are post-vaccination serious injuries and deaths in VAERS, a different study, suggest that a 30-time factor based on VAERS. However, this, is used, uh, this used a serious adverse event from the Pfizer Phase three study, which we believe underreported these events for three reasons. One, the patients were much healthier than average. Two, it was hard to report the adverse events if you were in the trial. Three, there was known malfeasance in the reporting 
of adverse events in the 12 to 15 year old trial when the paralysis of 12 year old Maddie DeGuerre was never included in the trial results and the FDA and CDC refused to investigate and the mainstream media would not report on it. The point of this paper is not to find the exact number of deaths, but merely to point out the most credible estimate for deaths. We think the anaphylaxis is an ex- excellent proxy for a serious advert event, adverse event that, like death, should always be reported. We think 41 times is probably the most accurate number. As of August 27, 2021, a search of the VAERS database shows there are more than 7,149 domestic deaths in the VAERS database. So you just multiply that by 41 times. And of course, we see they have uh, the chart that I hopefully we're all familiar with by now. All deaths reported to VAERS by year where the line is practically zero from 1990 till 2020 when it suddenly shoots up very out. It's, it's almost like a it's almost like a Joe Biden vote dump in the middle of the night. This massive spike as soon as the vaccine is rolled out. And so they go on to talk about uh why this spike is not does not represent um, just a higher rate of reporting, right? They go they go on to explain that the rates of reporting are are basically the same as they've been in in other years. You're not seeing a massive spike because suddenly people are aware of this and reporting it more often than they normally would. They disabuse you of that by saying this: a fourth way to confirm there was not overreporting is through informal physician surveys. In our informal physician surveys, we saw a bias to underreport serious adverse events in order to make the vaccines look as safe as possible to the American public. Since most physicians believe they are hurting society if they do anything to create vaccine hesitancy. Secondly, we'd estimate that at least 95% of physicians have completely bought into the safe and effective narrative, and thus any event that they observe they deem as simply anecdotal and don't bother to report it since it couldn't have been caused by such a safe vaccine that appeared to do so well in phase three trials. And again, this is backed up by just personal experience of quite a few people. They're like, oh, it's safe and effective. So I injected you and suddenly, you know, now you have Guillain-Barre syndrome. Like, yeah, we're not totally sure if that's the cause. So we'll play it safe and not report it. Let's go ahead and not report it. So essentially they come up with this. Therefore, we have a range of death estimates from 148,000 to 216,000 deaths, which averages to about 182,000 deaths. Pericarditis shows that the number of events for these vaccines are anything but safe. They generate myocarditis and pericarditis at 860 times the rate of a typical flu vaccine in a single year. And it just goes on and on with all of these different examples. 23 deaths have been reported in connection to the coronavirus vaccination by the Norwegian Med- Medicines Agency. And so this, this is kind of a brilliant part. Essentially, they researched, they looked into, and they performed autopsies for 13 of those deaths. And every single one of them was caused by the vaccine. So we can assume, based on that, uh, that most of the, you know, up in the air, well, we're not really sure if it's deaths. It probably was. It probably was caused by the vaccine. So... I, I invite you to look through this and uh, do your own research and double check their information. But seems to me it's pretty accurate. Probably is something like 150,000 people died from this vaccine. What are champions made of? Here's a man who can show you. Ah! 
Infowarstore.com is simply the best. Infowarstore.com beats out all the rest. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. It's the Infowarstore hotline. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. That's Infowarsstore.com. What was the most important point in Joe Biden's declaration of war against America on Thursday, September 9, 2021? Was it the announcement of forced inoculations of 80 to 100 million Americans? Was it the announcement of federalization of all the major cities, the bypassing of state governors, the threat to basically remove them? No, it wasn't. That was all bad enough. It's the fact that he's following a UN globalist great reset blueprint that Australia, the UK, Europe, and the rest of the Western world is, and that this is just the beginning. More lockdowns, national medical IDs approved by the United Nations, carbon taxes that don't just track and trace you and tax you, but actually tell you when you can go somewhere and what you can do. It's all been announced at the UN level. This is a UN world government takeover, corporate revolution through global governance. It's illegal, and Congress must stand up and stop it now. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Later in the program, I will be joined by Mario Balaban of Project Veritas to talk about their incredible scoop, the incredible whistleblowing uh, that's taking place at that organization. Very excited to talk about that. Lots of COVID news, of course, as there always is. But there's so much other stuff to talk about, isn't there? There's always a plethora of examples of America being embarrassed on the world stage by our supposed leaders. Today, uh, President Joe Biden, hopefully you see the asterisk next to that uh, (laughs) title of his, gave a uh, speech to the UN General Assembly. I love the, uh, where's the... The war or the uh, Infowars headline is just like he he lays out uh, America's capitulation to the U.N. Because, of course, it's all about globalism. He says we don't want to have a Cold War where people are divided by these strict lines. No, we want a one world government where everybody is under our control. Don't you understand? It was a shocking departure from the president we had before. So before I play Joe Biden stumbling and bumbling his way through what amounts to a surrender (laughs) without having held a war. I'd like to first do a little flashback to what it was like when we had an American sitting in the Oval Office, a patriot and a uh, businessman running this country rather than a bureaucrat, pedophile liar. Let's watch Donald Trump address the UN Assembly just a few years ago. Seven decades of history have passed through this hall 
in all of their richness and drama. Where I stand, the world has heard from presidents and premiers. We have seen the foundation of nations and heroes who embolden us with courage, all here to share plans, proposals, visions, and ideas on the world's biggest stage. Like those who met us before, our time is one of great contests, high stakes, and clear choices. The essential divide that runs all around the world and throughout history is once again thrown into stark relief. It is the divide between those whose thirst for control deludes them into thinking they are destined to rule over others and those people and nations who want only to rule themselves. Americans know that in a world where others seek conquest and domination, our nation must be strong in wealth, in might, and in spirit. That is why the United States vigorously defends the traditions and customs that have made us who we are. Like my beloved country, each nation represented in this hall has a cherished history, culture, and heritage that is worth defending and celebrating, and which gives us our singular potential and strength. The free world must embrace its national foundations. It must not attempt to erase them or replace them. Looking around and all over this large, magnificent planet, the truth is plain to see. If you want freedom, take pride in your country. If you want democracy, hold on to your sovereignty. And if you want peace, love your nation. Wise leaders always put the good of their own people and their own country first. The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. The future belongs to sovereign and independent nations who protect their citizens, respect their neighbors, and honor the differences that make each country special and unique. The true good of a nation can only be pursued by those who love it, by citizens who are rooted in its history, who are nourished by its culture, committed to its values, attached to its people, and who know that its future is theirs to build or theirs to lose. Patriots see a nation and its destiny in ways no one else can. The love of our nations makes the world better for all nations. So to all the leaders here today, join us in the most fulfilling mission a person could have. The most profound contribution anyone can make. Lift up your nations, cherish your culture, honor your histories, treasure your citizens, make your country strong and prosperous and righteous, honor the dignity of your people, and nothing will be outside of your reach. My fellow leaders, the path to peace and progress and freedom and justice and a better world for all humanity begins at home. Thank you. God bless you. God bless the nations of the world. And God bless America. Thank you very much. Mm, inspiring, isn't it? <laughs> to actually have a president that actually loves his country. The future belongs to patriots, he says. Well, not the globalists have anything to say about it. And again, the headline at InfoWars, Biden. Joe Biden outlines U.S. capitulation to U.N. at first General Assembly speech again. 
You heard there President Trump talking about uh, the beauty of all these different nations, the way they can come together in all of their actual, you know, legitimate, not fabricated, you know, astroturf diversity and actually achieve great things. It's hopeful. It was powerful. It was everything that Joe Biden's speech wasn't. Joe Biden's speech began by talking about how everything is terrible and it just got worse from there. We meet this year in a moment of intermingled with great pain and extraordinary possibility. Great pain, extraordinary possibility. And we all have to come together in one global system. He tells the UN we have reached code red for humanity. Of course, he didn't do it well. (laughs) He can't even talk well. So I want to go to the video uh, number eight now. Here's a just a little a little shortened version of Joe Biden's speech at the UN General Assembly. Frankly, a total disaster. Let's watch. We meet this year in a moment of intermingled with great pain. We've lost so much to this devastating, this devastating pandemic, the emergence of new to- technologies and global health and and a global health threat council council toward global COVID response, the global COVID response, vaccinating the world and building back better from the borderless climate crisis from the United States and other from other donors. Working with countries, technologies that reduce the rest, the risk. Similarly, we know the bitter string of terrorism. The bitter sting of terrorism is, is real. The United States is committing to use, committed to using our resources. When the earthquake strikes, we're fighting between warm, warring parties, heroic, horrific <laughs> violence, and a belief in the u- universe. When it occurs in, whether it occurs in LGBTQI, <laughs> the authoritarianism of the world. Proud Moldovans built, broke now together. Climactic climate change. From COVID to climate, we, you and I, God bless you all. Wow, incredible, awe-inspiring, truly amazing. I think we've all felt the bitter string of terrorism, haven't you? Uh, you have to laugh because we're being ruled over by psychopaths with marbles in their mouths, apparently. And uh, they're just, at this point, celebrating the fact that they have destroyed perhaps our last hope at having a nationalist Revival. Now, if we have anything to say about it. Let's go back in time, say to the mid-1990s, and then imagine a science fiction movie set in the year 2020 where a world government's being established, where members of Congress and former presidents are censored by big tech, and where if you don't take an experimental injection that grows blood clots and, and prions all over your body, that you're not allowed to fly on an airplane. Think about that, because that's where we are. Imagine just 20, 30 years ago, hell, just five years ago, if somebody told you this would be happening. But it is happening now. And then they tell you, oh, sorry, it's not a vaccine, it's a gene therapy, and it doesn't really work, so you got to take it every few months. And the people that have submitted say, great, I want to take it all the time so I can go outside and not get sick from COVID, even though it gets you sick from COVID. And now there's record numbers of really sick people from the sloughing, the shedding of the virus. And that's in mainline studies. Bill Gates and Fauci did this. Need to go to prison for it right now. The War Room. 
Infowars.com forward slash show. The American way of life is under attack. This is the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Share this message right now at band.video. Well, I'm not Owen Schroyer, but you should definitely share this message, band.video. Share the links. It's the easiest way, certainly, to support us. You know, it just doesn't, it doesn't stop, does it? It never does. Here I've compiled yeah, upwards of 50 stories to cover in today's program. And then the crew brings in yet another that's perhaps the, the craziest one I've seen all day. Mind-blowing. Here's the headline from Telegraph. Wuhan scientists planned to release coronaviruses into cave bats 18 months before outbreak. Or put another way, Wuhan scientists plan to release skin-penetrating nanoparticles containing novel chimeric spike proteins of coronavirus into bat caves in Yunnan, China, 18 months before the pandemic. Wuhan scientists were planning to release enhanced airborne coronaviruses into Chinese bat populations to inoculate them against diseases that could jump to humans, leaked grant proposals dating from 2018. New documents show that just 18 months before the first COVID-19 cases appeared, researchers had submitted plans to release skin-penetrating nanoparticles containing novel chimeric spike proteins of bat coronavirus into cave bats in Yunnan, China. Yeah, I, th- I, I thought I maybe understood science. Maybe I don't understand science. Maybe they really are just messing with us. Like you would think when, when proposing this type of action, the, the simple question, why, would, would crop up, and maybe they'd have to explain it. Maybe that's not how science works. Maybe it literally is just like, uh, yeah, we'd like, uh, we'd like $20 million to release a virus into the bat population. It's like, why? And they're like, oh, uh, uh, well, we uh, no reason, really, <laughs> just whatever. <laughs> it's just like, why? Why are you doing this? Papers confirmed as genuine by a former member of the Trump administration show they were hoping to induce human-specific cleavage sites to bat coronaviruses, which could make it easier for the virus to enter human cells. Again, the question arises, why are you doing this? For what purpose are these experiments being carried out? What, what could possibly be good about this? It's like, well, we want to just, we want to release a new virus that we created into the natural world, into the bat population. And it's like, okay, but why do you want to do that? Well, it's, it's part of larger research to try to make bat viruses infect humans. It's just like, well, that's a terrible reason to do anything. Why are you doing any of this? What is the purpose of this? You freaking weirdos. When COVID-19 was first genetically sequenced, scientists were puzzled about how the virus had evolved such human-specific adaption at the cleavage site on the spike protein, which is the reason it's so infectious. Again, maybe this type of information would have been nice to know when the virus first came out. Maybe this could have helped us actually understand the virus and perhaps, you know, uh, uh, contribute to our ability to resist or treat it. Maybe this type of stuff should have been told to the American people early on. Look, there's a new novel virus. We're doing everything we can to contain it. Oh, by the way, we invented it. Oh, by the way, we made it. It's a bat virus that we created we enhanced so that it could infect humans. And yo, yeah, we have all the research behind it. Like we know exactly how it was created. Uh, we have all the information here. You know, maybe that'll help, help to fight it. 
And maybe that type of information we'd like to know. <laughs> it's not like it's not like anybody that was involved in this knew about it, right? Just just Peter Daszak. He was the one behind it. Now, these documents have been released by Drastic, a web-based investigation team set up by scientists from across the world to look into the origins of COVID-19. In a statement, Drastic said, given that we find in the proposal a discussion of the planned introduction of human-specific cleavage sites, a review by the wider scientific community of the plausibility of artificial insertion is warranted. The proposal also included plans to mix high-risk natural coronavirus strains with more infectious but less dangerous varieties. Yeah, just mix them up. Just mix them up, release them into nature, see what happens. It's science, after all. The proposal also included, uh, or the bid was submitted by British zoologist Peter Daszak of EcoHealth Alliance, the U.S.-based organization which has worked closely with the Wuhan Institute of Virology researching bat coronaviruses. Team members included Dr. Z. Zvengali, <laughs> Zvengli, the uh, Wuhan researcher dubbed Batwoman pictured below as U.S. researchers of the University of North Carolina and United States Geological Survey National Wildlife Health Center. DARPA refused to fund the work, saying it's clear that the proposed project led by Peter Daszak could put local communities at risk. Well, if only. If only it was the local communities, but no, they have destroyed the world. <laughs> like, do people, under, do people understand what these types of reports of which this is just the latest right just the latest confirmation of everything that we've known the entire time it shows that none of this is natural this was not just something that happened that our you know uh uh, science authorities are struggling to try to figure out and combat oh just a function of nature that we're helpless against no this was created this was manufactured This was released by human beings with names and addresses. Incredible. Grant documents show the team also had some concerns about the vaccine program and they would conduct educational outreach so that there is a public understanding of what we're doing and why we're doing it, particularly because of the practice of bat consumption in the region. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, they chose a bat population that is routinely the diet for the people around. Oh, good. You really thought this through. Angus Dalgleish, professor of oncology at St. George's University, London, who struggled to get work published showing that the Wuhan Institute of Virology had been carrying out gain-of-function work for years before the pandemic, said the research may have already gone ahead without the funding. This is clearly a gain-of-function, engineering the cleavage site and polishing the new viruses to enhance human cell infectability in more than one cell line, he said. Daszak was also behind a letter published in The Lancet last year, effectively shutting down the scientific debate into the origins of COVID-19. I'm sorry, like, what more do we need to know? What more do we need to figure out about this? It was created by Peter Daszak and the EcoHealth Alliance in coordination with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It was released into nature by that very same institution and that very same cabal of people. Those same people were then in charge of our response to this, which they have utterly failed, not just failed, but actually made everything worse through their actions. And they were the ones in charge of investigating the origin of it, which they assured us, guaranteed us, unquestionably, it wasn't them. So, I mean, this is, this is like when, when, you know, the, the head of the uh, homicide detective unit murders somebody. It's like, well, he's going to be the one in charge of investigating. And it turns out he's totally innocent. Wow, who knew? Who would have expected this to happen? So everything we've seen, the destruction of the economy, the 
insane just hatred that we see on a daily basis on the streets of america people divided by the reaction to the virus and the the mask mandates and the vaccine and everything else the vaccine itself the vaccine deaths that are probably much much higher than they are but even at the at the rate that they admit that they are are unacceptably high all of the reactions to the vaccine all of the paralyzation all of the money that's being spent all of the uh uh consolidating of wealth into the largest corporations all the failures of all of the businesses there was a report out yesterday 60 to 70 percent of all businesses that shut down temporarily during covid are now shut down permanently forever meanwhile amazon target walmart record profits across the board expanding entirely all of this it's not the the necessary or unfortunate side effects of something that just couldn't be helped and we all had to come together to fight. This was an attack. This was a planned, well-established, organized attack on the entire world. Unbelievable. Oh, by the way, I didn't even mention all of the deaths from coronavirus that have been caused. All of this. Again, not an earthquake, not a hurricane, not an asteroid from outer space. Not the Black Plague actually jumping from rats to humans. Unfortunate, but unpreventable at that point in time. This was the murder of the world. This was a homicide of the entire world. And everything that we knew and our entire system and our entire civilization has systematically been destroyed by these people. Just another little more evidence on that. Bioremediation is a process used to treat contaminating water, soil, and subsurface material by accelerating naturally occurring environmental conditions to stimulate growth of microorganisms and degrade targeted pollutants. For the first time, the BioPros are bringing to the public market a suite of bioremediation products to the everyday consumer. Their first product they are launching is called BioSeptic Pro, a product specifically designed to establish a healthy septic system. BioSeptic Pro contains live microorganisms, not traditional enzymes, like its competitors. This stuff lives in your septic system. It's really like probiotics for your septic tank and is at least 100 times more effective than similar microbial products due to its revolutionary patented delivery system. BioSeptic Pro contains no chemical ingredients and no genetically modified organisms. Visit thebiopros.com today and protect your septic system. That's thebiopros.com. This is for anaerobic septic tanks and the job it does is unparalleled. Thebiopros.com. Finally, vitamin D3 and vitamin K that are both essential are getting the respect and the attention they deserve. We've got a great product. It's been out for six years, winter sun. Long before the big crisis came along, we were there saying, this is high quality. This will make you healthy. This will be better for you and your family. But what else doesn't get attention and needs to be looked at is vitamin B12. It is just as essential. It is just as important. And it is amazing. And it's not just about your immune system. It's about every part of your body. Uh, it's it's really a hormone, and it's what your building blocks of your entire body operate off of. So these vitamins are essential. Vitamin D3 and, of course, vitamin B12 go together like a horse and carriage. Do your own research. We've got the highest grades you're going to find out there, and they're taken under the tongue. It's key to put it under the tongue for about a minute and let it sit so your blood vessels absorb it. They're both available 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com together or by themselves at 50% off and 25% off. The War Room. 
Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The War Room. In the next hour, I will be uh, welcoming Mario Balaban of Project Veritas. Very excited to talk to him about the uh, incredible revelations that, once again, Project Veritas has come out with. But we've got so many other videos about COVID in particular. Still to come in today's program, we'll be talking about, of course, the ongoing invasion taking place at our southern border. We'll be also talking about what the... uh, what the Afghan refugees are getting up to. Spoiler alert, it's horrific. We'll cover all of that later in the program, but let's stick to COVID for a little bit now. And we'll start with uh, start with a little bit of fun, shall we? Let's go to clip number 15. A little skit of the uh, Canadian health minister responding to questions about vaccine hesitancy. Let's watch. That's a great question. Bribes, social pressure, shaming, humiliation, coercion, emotional manipulation, gaslighting, relentless advertising campaigns, jingles, celebrity endorsements, really anything that works. Uh, We have an abusive relationship with the public now, so everything is their fault. Uh, If you get sick, it's your fault. If you uh, get hurt from the vaccine, it's your fault. If lockdowns lead to more domestic abuse cases, suicides, loss of jobs, livelihood, and depression, it's your fault. So for the vaccine hesitant, we've moved on to threats. We've threatened to take their jobs and their livelihoods away, taking their freedoms away, obviously, and soon with some legislation, we'll be threatening to take their children away as well. And any resistance or even innocent questions should be met with hostility and more of the same. So, you know, try to be kind. But also, don't take no for an answer. <laughs> extremely accurate. Extremely accurate portrayal. Uh, if the uh, spokespeople actually told the truth. I, I'm sorry, I don't have that guy's name. I was uh, Somebody reposted that. I'd like to give that guy credit because uh, very funny stuff. Let's get a little bit more serious now. Here's a succinct breakdown of lockdown tyranny. Clip number 16. Uh, here's what's actually behind all this. Let's watch. Australia is now the test model for this martial law to be rolled out globally. Rather than locking down 100% of the population for an illness with a 99% survival rate, why do the 0.2% people that are truly at risk of dying from the virus simply stay home? For all we care, you can wear your five cheetah masks, take your 57th booster shot. You don't need a government mandate to be a neurotic recluse. People really need to understand that it is our compliance which is causing this perpetual process of medical tyranny. Let's not forget that the end goal is the V-passport. Without the V-passport, absolute medical fascism cannot be established. Without the passport, they have no leverage over the people. Without the passport, they have no advantage and authority to dictate the basic aspects of our lives. So it's imperative that we understand that it is the passports that are most crucial to initiate the Great Reset. Without a papers, please social credit system in check, their new world order just falls apart. And if that seems like too much of a conspiracy theory to you, please explain to me why globalist institutions like the World Economic Forum are so excited calling the pandemic an opportunity. An opportunity for what? This whole psychological operation was strategically created to make you exhausted. Exhausted to the point where you give in and take a shot. And it was James Madison who once said that if tyranny and oppression ever come to this land, 
They will come in the guise of fighting a foreign enemy. And that foreign enemy in the 21st century just happens to come in the form of a foreign pathogen with a 99% survival rate. There is honestly no crueler tyranny than that which is perpetuated under the shield of the greater good for the greater number. So this is really just a friendly reminder that government officials aren't these benevolent leaders with your best interest at heart. They are power hungry, perhaps semi-human creatures capable of any evil to pursue their sadistic freedom and liberty are always just one generation away from becoming extinct. From becoming extinct. And then she says, so don't bend, don't bend, don't break. This is sort of the final, you know, Hold the line. I mean, this is humanity in, a, in in the crosshairs. And she's right. You know, she points out the Great Reset and how they call it a great opportunity. And, of course, Joe Biden's entire presidential campaign was Build Back Better, which is the slogan of the Great Reset. Like, they, they're literally all in it together. They're all using this pandemic in order to bring about their new world order where she's right. It will be necessary for them to track everything that you're doing. Now, I could actually get into this, and I will get into it a little bit more in the program, all of the various ways that they're planning on doing this. They will, of course, claim it's to fight climate change and it's for carbon, right? So they'll track uh, all of your carbon usage, everything that you eat, everything that you do, anytime you use an electric uh, electric device, anytime that you use a car, how far are you traveling? Where are you going? What are you buying? The IRS now is saying they need to have access to all of your bank statements so they can see where you're spending money, why, and how. Apple is working on an iPhone feature to help detect depression and cognitive decline. So now big tech will join up with the uh, the health community and the uh, Homeland Security spy agency community. And together they'll have a full-fledged psychological profile of you with your phone that is monitoring you 100% of the time because of carbon. After all, carbon and taxes, of course, these are the things that they'll do under Biden plan. IRS would know a lot more about your bank account literally telling banks to report every withdrawal and deposit of over $600. But that's just a starting point. They'll get it all. They'll get it all unless you stop them. Now, she also pointed out what is the end goal of this? And of course, the end goal is the vax pass. The end goal is total control. That's the actual end goal. But it's an important question that is also asked by Zoran uh, Milanovic, the president of Croatia, when he gave his reasoning for why he was stopping the COVID vaccine. Let's go to clip number one and hear the statement by the president of Croatia about why he's no longer welcoming the coronavirus vaccine in his country. So he's, he's asked, Croatia is, not, uh, Croatia is not sufficiently vaccinated. You've only vaccinated 50%. He says, I don't care. We will not go more than 50%. Let, a, let them fence us in with wire. They won't do that. We are vaccinated enough because they are vaccinated enough. So from their perspective, we're vaccinated enough. Hey, they're vaccinated. Why do we need to be vaccinated? I think is what he's saying. He said, there's simply no chance of endangering those people. And I'll finish. If the goal is... You know, we need to know what the goal of this frenzy is. Again, back to what that lady said. If the goal is to completely eradicate the virus, then we have the goal. All right, that's the goal to eradicate the virus. But I've not heard that this is the goal. If somebody tells me that that's the goal, I'll tell him he's out of his mind. (laughs) He's right. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. Get vaccinated, then get vaccinated one more time. We want to eradicate COVID-19. Well, that is impossible. (laughs) He reiterates. He's like, that's stupid. It's obviously impossible. Everybody should know this. 
He says, I start every day with CNN and those few channels, the various news channels he's talking about. And I wonder if I'm normal or are they crazy? This is a human being, by the way. They spread panic and they've done it from the beginning. They are not the only ones, but there's simply no absolute certainty. There's no life without risk, without the possibility of getting sick. People get sick from thousands of other more serious things. And while that's happening, uh, we've been hearing about coronavirus 19 for a year and a half. Okay, one year. I understand. I justify. I was for it. Since the new year, I only listen to nonsense. In other words, I, I only hear nonsense. So there again, he's just asking the important question. What is the point of all of this? Why are we doing any of this? And that's the question that just keeps running through my mind. Any of it. Why are we doing any of it? And just to illustrate this point finally our last video of the segment let's go to clip number 12 where we learn one of the things that we're yelled at and screamed at and uh you know is being enforced at the point of a gun totally utterly baseless and arbitrary let's watch and you're right the six feet was arbitrary the six feet was arbitrary in and of itself but if the administration had focused in on that they might have been able to affect a policy that would have actually achieved their outcome. But mm-hmm. that policy-making process didn't exist. And the six feet is a perfect example of sort of the lack of um, rigor around how CDC made recommendations. Nobody knows where it came from. Most people assume that the six feet of distance, the recommendation for keeping six feet apart, comes out of some old studies related to flu, where droplets don't travel more than six feet. We now know COVID spreads through aerosols. The initial recommendation that the CDC brought to the White House, and I talk about this, was 10 feet. And a a political appointee in the White House said, we can't recommend 10 feet. Nobody can measure 10 feet. It's inoperable. Society will shut down. So the compromise was around six feet. Just utterly arbitrary, utterly baseless. Like we know now, it's been a year and a half. The masks don't work. The social distancing doesn't work. The lockdowns not only haven't worked, but have wrecked utter havoc on the economy Stay, you know virtual school virtual working uh, also not successful and massive psychological damage the rate for children of obesity is up like 10 percent. that's a new headline today so just awful side effects of everything that we've tried and everything that they've told us has been an utter baseless arbitrary lie six feet ten feet who cares it's about keeping you in submission it's about keeping you separate It's about giving them something else to whine and complain and bitch at you about. We can drop it all, all of it, literally all of it. The scientific dictatorship that I've been warning you about for 27 years has now gone from beta testing to operational. The globalists are out in the open with their planetary depopulation takeover, their robot takeover. But the good news is we've been working and you've been working and others have been working across the planet for decades to get ready for this, to be able to fight it off. Humanity is strong. We're incredible. And if we're aware of the attack that's happening, we have a real chance of defeating it. If we ask God for guidance, we will defeat it. So prayer is essential. Research is essential. Getting prepared is essential. And warning others is absolutely essential. And at the same time, supporting InfoWars by buying high-quality products to keep us on air is essential because they're great products for you and your family, and they're also funding our operation. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is incredible. A lot of our products that have been sold out because the supply chain breakdowns are back in, like Bodies, Vasobeats, and others. So get them today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you for being part of the resistance. It hasn't probably been done because the government doesn't want to show that the darn vaccine is full of, it's full of shit.
tell us about who this person is. Dr. Gonzalez is one of our emergency room doctors at Phoenix Indian Medical Center. And she's a federal employee? Correct. Now you got this guy in room four who got his second dose of vaccine um, on Tuesday, has been short of breath. And he's got bone myocarditis. Yes! All oh, this is bullshit. I, and and now, then let's see. Probably myocarditis due to the vaccine. Right. But now they're not going to blame the vaccine. Well, and you know what? But he has an obligation to report that, doesn't he? They are not reporting. Right. Because they want to shove it under the yeah. under the, 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 the mat. What patient was she referring to? She was uh, referring to that patient, that 30-something-year-old patient that had congestive heart failure. Congestive heart failure. And in that particular patient's case, it was not reported. No. The problem in here is they are not doing the studies. People that had it, you know, and the people that have been uh, uh, vaccinated, they're not doing any um, antibody testing. It's super fishy. Not that it hasn't been done. It hasn't been published. (laughs) It hasn't probably been done because the the government doesn't want to show that the darn vaccine is is full of shit. The government doesn't want to show that the vaccine is full of shit. It's not doing what its purpose was. May I see your badges? You're Jody O'Malley with the Department of Health and Human Services. This is a United States government identification. I'm looking at the CDC website. It says that you're required to report adverse events following vaccinations. One of those would be uh, congestive heart failure. That's a huge one. Were there other instances that they... They didn't report? Oh, I've seen dozens of people come in with an adverse reaction. Yeah, it's really sad. She had just come back from surgery, from leave. So what are we looking at here? You're looking at me transferring her um, to uh, a higher level of care that could handle her condition. And this is a a colleague at your hospital who got sick. She didn't want to take it because of her religious beliefs. And she was coerced into taking it. Why are you choosing to blow the whistle? It's not what a lot of people would do. They're scared, they're afraid. Are you afraid? I wouldn't necessarily say I'm afraid because my faith lies in God and not man. This is evil at the, the highest level. You have the FDA, you have the CDC, that are both supposed to be protecting us. Are you afraid they're gonna retaliate against you? Yeah. I'm a federal employee. What other federal employees do you see coming out? But you put your faith in God. Amen. The government doesn't want to show that the darn vaccine is full of shit. The reason you registered the people who are vaccinated, that's sounding very germane. I'm gonna go door to door instead of one of the people who's too shocked. Don't get vaccinated. She didn't want to take it because of her religious beliefs. She was coerced into taking it. They are not reporting because they want to shove it under the mat. Why are you choosing to blow the whistle? Are you afraid? I wouldn't necessarily say I'm afraid. My faith lies in God and not man. That, ladies and gentlemen, is just a little taste of the incredible work that Project Veritas has been doing recently. The headline at Project Veritas, federal government whistleblower goes public with secret recordings. Government doesn't want to show the COVID vaccine is full of blank. They shove adverse effect reporting under the mat. It's Dr. Maria Gonzalez, ER doctor of the U.S. 
Department of Health and Human Services has come out and revealed that all is not as it seems. And uh, really, it's just the latest uh, in an incredible and growing line of jaw-dropping revelations brought to us by Project Veritas. And when we get back, I will be joined by Mario Balaban uh, from Project Veritas. And we'll be talking about uh, everything that's happening, the breakdown uh, that's taking place, and what we can expect as Project Veritas does a little bit more digging into this incredible corruption that goes to the very heart of our medical community, our medical authorities, and the way that they essentially see your death and your health as just another lever by which you can be controlled. All of that and more when we get back on the other side. It's a war room. Stay with us. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to The War Room. I'm Harrison Smith sitting in today for Owen Schroyer. My guest is Mario Mario Balaban, a conservative from Brazil who currently lives in the United States. He attended Bryant University in Rhode Island, graduating with an international business degree in 2016. His ongoing mission is to fight for Western ideals and expose wrongdoing at every turn, which he's doing through Project Veritas. Of course, you can find their website at projectveritas.com and Mario himself at Getter at Mario Balaban. Thank you so much for coming on, Mario. Hey, thank you so much for having me. And I appreciate you guys putting out this story. It's so important. Uh, I, yeah, that's an understatement. I think this may be one of the most important things Project Veritas has ever uncovered, which is saying something because your guys' track record is really unbelievably good. So tell us what, in your opinion, is the biggest revelation that we've learned through this uh, whistleblower from the Health and Human Services. So I would say, you know, beyond the powerful quotes that came from the video, you know, talking about the vaccine, which is probably the most important issue of our lifetime right. is the fact that you never see federal government whistleblowers come out. You know, right. we've had whistleblowers big tech from media, right? These are private organizations. But for you to step up against the federal government, not the local government, the federal government, and, 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 and step in an issue like this, you know, to me, that's so powerful. It's the, the courage to do that. And I think she's going to inspire so many people to do the same because if a federal government person can blow the whistle on something this big, and actually have, you know, this sort of information come out of it, um, you know, why not, you know, other hundreds or thousands of people in the federal government do the same thing? You know, you're exactly right. And I wonder, you know, what the effect on, you know, the family members of the people involved in this are, because you essentially have undercover footage of nurses discussing how people have died or been severely injured as a result of the vaccine. And then the fact that it was the vaccine that caused this is being covered up by the federal government. And you pointed out the incredible quotes. I'd like to read some of them. All of she says, all of this is BS. Now a patient probably has myocarditis due to the COVID vaccine, but now the government are not going to blame the vaccine. So covering it up. Dr. Gonzalez also says they, the government are not reporting adverse COVID vaccine side effects. They want us to shove it, shove it under the mat. It's a shame the government are not treating people with COVID like they're supposed to, like they should. I think they just want people to die. I mean, Every one of these quotes is jaw dropping and should be the cause of, I don't know, congressional hearings, Senate hearings. I mean, this is an egregious violation of our, our of everything, really, of, of our trust in these people. They're abusing yeah. our our health care and the fear that we feel from, you know, not understanding this sort of stuff. I mean, I could go on and on about this, but what, no, what, what do we what do we expect to happen out of this? No, and, and exactly. No, and this is the thing. It's not only just the whistleblower that came out with her own story and accounts in the hospital. It's multiple other doctors and nurses and 
all sorts of people. You know, there's multiple people uh, in this video that talk about some talk about the hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin treatment, the vaccine, like very pressing issues. And to your point about, you know, what is being done? Well, I know for a fact that uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene already announced on her Twitter that she's going to be calling for an investigation. That's on a federal level. Excellent. Uh, I've heard information from other Congress, uh, you know, congressmen and women who are also interested in this and will probably follow suit. Uh, and I'm aware also that uh, Arizona State Senator Kelly Townsend is looking into it in the, on a local Arizona level. So there's state level and federal level uh, reaction from the government that is taking place. Uh, and I will say, um, you know, with the virality of the video, how many people have been seeing these millions have been seeing this video, politicians reacting, the hospital itself, the federal government hospital itself issued a, a statement, right? Uh, talking about not, and this is something that's very important because they didn't disqualify the video or play it down. They actually were, they, they were shocked by it. They were actually mind blown by what they saw on tape and they said they're investigating it. So the, the federal government responded to this, but I still have not seen any mainstream media cover it. So politicians are involved on the state and federal level. The federal government has responded, um, you know, who, who administers the hospital. And the mainstream media doesn't have anything to say. Oh, but big tech, actually, Facebook and Instagram think it's valid to take down our video while the federal government thinks that, you should, that, that there's something to investigate here. So maybe Mark Zuckerberg knows something better than the federal government does. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I doubt that very much. But you're, you're exactly right uh, about everything that you're saying. Um, the virality of this is truly incredible. I guess it's, this released this morning, right? I mean, when was this video released? It came out last night. Came, came out came last out night. Last- because I, yeah. I did see, I saw the trailer last night, and I thought, I thought, wow, they're they're really going for broke here. I mean, that trailer was like the biggest thing Project Veritas has ever done. I thought, ah, they they better live up, and boy, did it live up to expectations, and then exceeded them. But so since it was released last night, it's gotten two point four million views on YouTube alone, and of course, that doesn't include all the millions of views on Twitter and elsewhere. Of course, it gets removed continuously anywhere that it goes. An extra hundred thousand on Bandai Video. I mean, this is getting out there. And it is one of those things where you just have to ask yourself, like, and I always use the example of, like, if we could be 100 years in the future, 1,000 years in the future, like, what would, they, what would people think was going on where you have this incredible story, this massive, very important story that anybody should care about, and yet the main, mainstream media is totally silent on it if they, you know, and they're all sort of one big organization in my eyes, so big tech, mainstream media, if they do do anything about it, it's to remove it and ban the people posting it and refuse to allow people to talk about it. So is there any logical reason you could possibly imagine why they would ignore this type of information? It's, it's, uh, you know, it's too damning. It's too true. The truer it gets, the worse it gets, right? right? So it's, that's, that's the biggest issue. I mean, and, and specifically on the COVID vaccine, I've never seen – you know, the, 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 the way that, you know, the, the powers that be defend and push the vaccine is something beyond any other issue that I've ever seen that they, they, they push. And I mean, the, the thing that motivates me and James O'Keefe uh, specifically is that we're getting thousands of messages of people saying that they're going to lose their jobs if they right. don't take the vaccine. I've never seen this without about any other issue before. You know, we, people reached out to us about voter fraud. You know, I've never seen people care so much because their lives are at stake, literally. Not you know necessarily in danger about from the vaccine, but their livelihoods, right? Losing their jobs over taking you know having the decision to do what they want with their own you know bodies and their own health. So it's 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 really frightening what's going on, and uh, you know what we have to say as Project Veritas is that we heard you, and we're not done yet. There's a lot more to come, and uh, for everyone to stay tuned. 
Oh, very nice little tease. I'm going to ask you about that uh, in the next segment because uh, I do want to know what else you, you guys are coming out with. I mean, Project Veritas, you really are um, really getting better and better. I mean, not that you had anything to improve on anyway, but now it's like you've got these trailers that come out that, that tease a little bit. It's called Part 1, so you know there's a Part 2 coming. I mean, it's very it's, – it's, I mean, we're living a real-life drama here, and you guys are really doing an incredible job of exposing all of it. Of course – Everybody can go to projectveritas.com to see the story for yourself and uh, read all of the quotes and everything. And I suggest that you do because it is uh, very, very important. But you're right. There's never been anything pushed like this vaccine. But again, I just I just try to think, you know, what possible reason, what good reason could they have to do the same way you ask? Like, what good reason would they have to oppose ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine? Like, if you really want to help people, if you really want to know what's going on, you want accurate numbers. So why they would destroy somebody exposing that the numbers we have are inaccurate it can only be bad right i mean there's there's no good reason for this no it, it, there's there's no reason for it. i mean it, it, i mean on the surface there's no reason for it but behind the scenes i mean there's so much money and power involved in this you know, there's so much and and in, in the end of the day it's control it really is mm-hmm. you know it's more so than people think it's all about the money I, I people say oh the media cares about ratings no they care about control they right. care about power right. And the COVID vaccine is their best chance they've ever had to control people's lives. And people are fed up and they're coming to Project Veritas because of it. No, you're exactly right. And that's a point that uh, I try to make all the time because it is it's sort of the first level understanding is like, oh, it's all about money. And then you understand, no, no, it's it's all about control. Money might be a method by which they control you, but it's not about money. And you see that over and over with things like Vice News or these other organizations getting $400 million from NBC, losing it all, and then they just pour more money into it. If it was about money, they wouldn't pour money down the drain like that. They're willing to spend and lose money to progress their message, aren't they? But not only the message, it's the ideology. It's the end objective, the goal. The, you know, the, the, the ideology comes first. I, I'm convinced that there's no way that, you know, the money comes out. With power comes money. But they must acquire power first, and they have unlimited money. They decide who gets the money, who doesn't. Right? <laughs> so that, that's, how it, that's how it happens. Once you have power, you decide who gets the money. Yeah, right. yeah. So the, power is the important thing. They literally print the money, and now they're figuratively printing money. The last uh, figure I read was that uh, Pfizer's making something like $211 million a day on vaccines. Uh, oh, vaccines alone, by the way. They also have medicine for like heart inflammation and that sort of stuff, which is also very convenient with the side effects we're learning about. Incredible stuff by Project Veritas. We will be back on the other side with Mario Balaban. You can follow him on Getter at Mario Balaban. And we'll be back uh, to discuss maybe what's coming up next from Project Veritas. Very exciting. We're already halfway through September 2021. It's just incredible. And now the world is waking up that InfoWars was the tip of the spear and was dead on. That's why it's more important than ever to keep us on air. And I thank you all for your support, your prayers, and your word of mouth that is key to circumvent and override the censors. And get great products at InfoWarsStore.com at the same time that are 50% off that make you healthier, wiser, and overall a stronger immune system. We have Winter Sun, 50% off, vitamin D3, back in stock. We have Ultra 12, high-quality vitamin B12, take it out the tongue again, back in stock, 50% off. We have our incredibly strong turmeric extract concentrate, back in stock, 50% off. We have our great sleep aid. Knockout, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com, and the hair and beard formula for men. It's also great for women. It's really a multivitamin. Back in stock, all 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. We can't stay on air without you. Please continue to support us. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Plus, these are great products. Please take action. The world is awakening. 
The world is beginning to understand the globalist paradigm. They are discovering the globalist, the elites, the manipulation, the CFR, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberg Group, the Bohemian Grove, the Club of Rome. And so even though it seems like the globalists are winning, the truth is they've had to come out in the open to attack human freedom because they're actually losing. We have forced them out in the open. So as bad as these times are, and a lot of negative things are about to happen, realize humanity is winning. You've got to trust in the plan of God and trust in the plan of God's justice. That is invincible. That is ethereal, timeless, and unstoppable. So don't trust in man, trust in God to lead God and direct your soul and then take action against the globalists and realize you've got my commitment from Alex Jones and my crew to you. We will never back down from the globalists and we will never surrender. The War Room, Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My guest is Mario Balaban. You can follow him on Getter at Mario Balaban or ProjectVeritas.com is where you go to see Project Veritas's work. Incredible stuff, of course. They came out with uh, the, the latest. It says part one. I'm wondering how many parts there will be. We'll, we'll figure out. We'll try maybe try to pry from Mario what Project Veritas has hidden up its sleeve for the next revelation. Uh, but honestly... You might want to wait a little while because I'm still processing this one. This one is so insane. I, I want to read a quick exchange between James O'Keefe and uh, O'Malley, the whistleblowing nurse. They're talking about a particular patient who was uh, affected by the vaccine and had a major side effect, congestive heart failure. And uh, O'Keefe asks, was this the only case where you saw this? And O'Malley said, no, there have been many of them. He says, how many did you see? I've seen dozens of people come in with adverse reactions to the COVID vaccine. She says, so the responsibility on everyone is to gather data and report it. If we're not gathering vaccine data and reporting it, then how are we going to say this is safe and approved for you? So this is just one doctor, but she personally, or one uh, medical professional saying she personally has seen dozens of people who have had major side effects and it's not been reported. So, I, I mean, I think just from this testimony alone, we can pretty much just disregard Vares entirely, right? I mean, what we know is that it's not being reported, plain and simple. That, and, you know, it's already shocking because what I, from the last time I really checked Vares, the numbers on the COVID vaccine were much higher than any other vaccine in the past. So from just what, what's available currently, it's already bigger than the other ones from the, from the past. People like to, they want to label us, you're completely anti-vax. You think all vaccines are bad. I personally, again, don't have any position on the vaccine. Uh, but, you know, Having, you know, specific issues with the newer vaccine that just came out, especially with the data that we've seen on VAERS, even that we know, knowing that it's, un, it's unreported, a lot of it's misreported, it's still much bigger than the other ones, right? Mm. So to your point, you know, they admit, and I've talked to other, several other health uh, professionals besides, um, you know, people at this uh, institution who said, no, this is, um, this is very common. It takes too long to write VAERS reports. It, it's, it's not an easy thing, and they don't make it convenient. So there is misreporting and there's, you know, laziness or it's not. No, it's not even I wouldn't even say it's the medical professional's fault. They're, they have so much to do. They have so much work to do. And if you take 40 minutes off their day to fill out a report, of course, there's going to be underreporting. Yeah. And uh, and you're exactly right. And I was actually going to make that exact same point, which is even if the numbers were as they say they are, it would still be unacceptable. And I just saw this 
tweet, the flu vaccine had 900 million doses and under 2,000 deaths. The COVID vaccine has 200 million doses and almost 14,000 deaths reported once again. And we know that's uh, much under. So 30 times more lethal than the flu vaccine. And we can't even talk about this. And and you're right. It's gone from an anti-vaxxer, somebody who despises vaccines entirely, to somebody who questions this new particular vaccine, to somebody who now, if you just don't want it mandated, you're an anti-vaxxer. I mean, I guess they're just they're just moving the goalpost. Right. No, exactly. They, they've acted. They're very good at dominating the vocabulary. Right. They, they corner you in the way of how you how you can use the English language. So, you know, I have questions about a, a mandate. I think I should be able to go into a restaurant if I didn't take a covid vaccine because I'm 20 years old and I already had covid. I have the antibody to, antibodies, but I didn't take the vaccine. Yeah. Oh, well, you're an anti-vaxxer. That's 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 the you know, simplistic conclusion making that people make. And, how do you possibly? that from people and again you know normally i can empathize like even if i disagree with somebody you know any other thing like abortion immigration even if i disagree with you on your position i can sort of understand why you might hold that position i can hear your arguments and say i disagree but i get where you're coming now in this case i'll give you an example i had uh, a story that claimed that ivermectin might make men sterile now i've been promoting ivermectin on my show for a long time my first reaction is oh god i have to tell people about this my first reaction is like people need to know if I'm telling them to take ivermectin and it might not be good, they need to know. Now, that study turned out not to be accurate, but I'm trying to fathom how a media company that has been pro- promoting the vaccine learns it might not be safe, and their first reaction is not to tell people but to cover that up. I mean, that is sick. It, it is and it, because they, they, they're, they, they've dug deep into the narrative at this point. They cannot move out, right? So when the media decides that they're going to propagandize something, they can't possibly move out of that because then it completely dismantles their whole even further. Not that the credibility is any you know good shape, but it further they auto discredit themselves right. if they move away from their narrative. So you know the, first, the narrative is you know first lockdown the, the whole world right that didn't work. Now you know try this that didn't work. Now this oh don't take these medicines that was a lie. So now we have to take the vaccine. So because if they move any anything, they change, and the whole it's not only the vaccine narrative, the whole COVID narrative, lockdowns, mm-hmm. hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, the vaccines, all all sorts of things, they completely dismantled their entire COVID narrative. So they have to keep every single section of their narrative intact. Yeah, and of course they can do that, and they can continue to lie because they're all lying together. They all agree on the same lies, and it takes something, an organization like Infowars or like Project Veritas, to shatter that illusion of you know uniformity when it comes to uh, professionals and and you know people who know what they're talking about talking about this sort of stuff. Now, when I just before I started doing the show, I checked on YouTube. It was two point four million views on this Project Veritas video. The crew just pulled it up. I think it's something like two point nine million. Half a million people have seen this video in just the last hour. It's going totally viral. Amazing stuff. What comes next? So we have more people, uh, you know, more undercover recordings coming out from government health agencies and from pharmaceutical companies. We have a whole series planned out. It's not even just part two. Part oh. two is not... How many parts? Even, can, can, you, can you just hint how many parts we might be getting? Parts, but it's definitely more than two. Uh, we're going to keep dropping tapes. Investigations, by the way, are ongoing. We haven't even concluded the investigations. There's things going on right now as we speak, you know, so we have to protect, you know, the identities of these people, their, their work and the investigations before we reveal anything else uh, as they're ongoing. But I can tell you that, you know, it's a it's a covid vaccine series. It's, it's about the vaccine specifically. 
and it involves the most powerful people in that game, which is the pharmaceutical companies and the government health agencies. Amazing. Uh, really, nothing in media gets me hyped like a Project Veritas release. Just knowing one is coming, uh, it's like a, like Christmas morning. What gift will we be given from Project Veritas Day? How can people support and help you? And if there are people out there that want to blow the whistle, how can they get in contact with you? Yeah, so to donate to Project Veritas, you can go to projectveritas.com. You'll find a donate button right at the top of the page. Uh, you can also send a tip to us if you want to become an insider or whistleblower uh, at veritastips at protonmail.com. That is the email address, veritastips at protonmail.com. But I also encourage your audience to go and support the brave whistleblower Jody O'Malley for what she's done. She has her own Give, Send, Go page, which is the alternative to GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. It's give, go, slash, uh, dot com backslash vaccine whistleblower. She's raised over $250,000 in, in less than 24 hours because of how you know, happy and proud people are of her courage. And I, I would even strongly you know, push people to go support these whistleblowers because that courage will motivate others to come to us. So go support Jody O'Malley. It, it absolutely will. And of course, the threat that all these people are under is, well, my whole life is my job and I don't want to lose everything. And with this type of thing, you let them know, not only will you be telling the truth and speaking truth to power and revealing you know, misdeeds behind the scenes, but the American people have your back and will be there for you and will be appreciative and will you know, repay you a thousand times over whatever you lose by coming forward because you know, really the only thing you lose is, well, nothing. You, all you gain is your soul back because you're not serving these sick people anymore. Incredible stuff. I want to thank you so much for coming on. Mario Balaban, follow him on Getter, on Getter at Mario Balaban, projectveritas.com. Thank you so much, sir. I'll tell you what's life and death. If you don't have freedom of speech, if, if you don't have the right to be able to communicate, then you don't have a future. Always when governments take away speech, they then enslave the population, and then they finally start exterminating the population. And America, the entire world, is going down the tubes because of the UN Globals Directed Great Reset. That's why it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air and that all of us stay healthy. That's why I'm offering a bunch of our best-selling products at 50% off for a limited time only until the end of the month of September. That's only about 12, 13 days as the time we're taping this. And that means all of these amazing products. We have Ultra 12, highest quality B12, taken out of the tongue. We have Winter Sun, highest quality organic vitamin D3, taken out of the tongue. Amazing. We've got Knockout the Sleep Aid. We've got Hair and Beard Formula that's got all the vitamins and minerals as well, not just for your hair and beard. And we've got our great liquid turmeric formula, all 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. And it keeps us on the air. Take action, and I thank you. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to The War Room. I'm Harrison Smith. Left you with a little cliffhanger there. CNN has the headline, These four words are helping spread vaccine misinformation. Got a couple other suggestions, things that might cause uh, vaccine misinformation. Um, Vaccine deaths are skyrocketing. That's four. That might cause some, uh, some, some hesitation amongst the... uh, yet to be vaccinated uh how about it hasn't been tested Th- those are those are pretty good uh how about it it changes genetic code those are, those are four that might make you question things a little bit 
producers are criminal scum. How about that? How about the fact that the people producing this are uh, are criminals who have been routinely fined billions of dollars for misleading their uh, their customers? Okay, enough teasing. Here's the four words that are helping to spread vaccine misinformation. Are you ready? According to CNN, here they are. Do your own research. <laughs> That's right, folks. Once again, the media is clamoring to tell you to stop looking into stuff for yourself. And we've seen this just bizarre statement over and over again throughout the COVID vaccine. Stop doing your own research. Stop looking into stuff for yourself. You know what's really dangerous? It's people looking into this for themselves. We need to stop that, stamp that right out. Remember, if you're getting this information, you're getting it from us, according to CNN. That's what they say. Do your own research. Those four words are hurting the U.S. pandemic response, CNN chief media correspondent Brian Stelter said on Reliable Sources Sunday. And it's having real consequences as personalities from Nicki Minaj to Sean Hannity continue to promote the idea. Yeah, the idea that you should be informed. The idea that you should understand the things that you're being told. The idea that you should not take at face value all you are being told. The concept that American citizens would take to the, you know, the internet, the the place where all of the knowledge of the world is stored and actually look for themselves at what they're being told, unacceptable, according to CNN. Nicki Minaj raised doubts. I've got, I've got some more, I've got more uh, sets of words for you. How about your testicles might swell. <laughs> Those are four words that might bring some vaccine hesitancy. Nicki Minaj said so. There's another four words that might make you question it. <laughs> Unbelievable that they would say this. And, and get this. They actually try to claim that the phrase do your own research is rooted in vaccine skepticism. That's right, folks. Nobody said do your own research before a bunch of anti-science uh, uh, bigots came together to tell people that vaccines are evil. They literally say that. This concept that lately has been associated with COVID-19 and QAnon, but the phrase do your own research dates back to the 1890s when it was associated with skepticism surrounding the smallpox vaccine, <laughs> according to a researcher on reliable sources. <laughs> yeah, that's right, folks. CNN here to tell you, don't look into these things for yourself. Don't do your own research. Don't question anything. Just listen and obey. Listen and believe. Close your ears to all but our voices. Just incredible. Uh, They go on to talk about the way that uh, big tech is uh, shutting down people, attempting to, you know, share information with each other. Reddit, Twitter, uh, very uh, engaged in this you know, information war where they know that the only people you're allowed to trust are the mainstream media. The only people you're allowed to listen to. You have to have a journalistic degree and you have to work at CNN if you want to go learn things. You're not, you're not supposed to learn things, American. You're supposed to be told things. I just, it's, just, it's amazing. Truly amazing. Do your own research. It's causing vaccine. Hey, here's, here's a, a crazy concept. Do your own research is only a threat to lies. Hey, you ever consider that? Do your own research is only a threat to people who know the research that's being done will contradict the lies they're telling. 
Not ever occurred to CNN? I encourage everybody to do your own research. Everybody should question everything I say and go look for yourself if what I'm telling you is true. Because I'm confident that what I'm telling you is true. And the more research you do, the more you'll find out I wasn't lying to you. So I'm happy to tell you to go do your own research. The only reason you would tell somebody not to do their own research is if you're lying to them. It's like, can you imagine? Just like, just like, uh, honey, did you take out the trash? Yes, I did. I'm going to go look. Well, don't go look. You don't need to go look to see if, I, if I'm lying to you. How dare you? How dare you not believe me? It's like, okay, if you did what you're supposed to, if, if you're not lying, then what's the problem with doing research? Like they can't help but expose their own lies. Truly incredible. By the way, this very interesting image here, if we can get a document cam, please. A homeschooling mother who would rather stay anonymous took these two photos of blood samples under a microscope. Spike-induced agulation is clearly visible. This The left side is unvaccinated. The right is vaccinated. You want to talk about doing your own research? Grab a microscope and look at your blood cells. That's doing your own research. See, this is forbidden by CNN. A homeschool mother? How dare she? Dr. Fauci's the only one who's allowed to learn things about the disease. Like, this goes beyond what they're talking about. What they're talking about in Do Your Own Research is like going to Wikipedia or Reddit or, uh, you know, the CDC from a couple years ago before they knew they had to lie about this sort of stuff and just look into, like, the scientific research that took place prior to COVID-19 to find out whether masks were effective. You know, that sort of stuff. They don't want you doing that sort of research. This is, this is a whole nother level. This is the next step up, isn't it? This is literally getting your own microphone and looking at your own blood cells and seeing one side looks very normal. Like, even if you didn't know, even if you had no idea what these were, even if you had no idea, like, there's, there's something metaphysical about our world uh, that you can just see this image that, that's on screen now, the one on the left, and just go, yeah, that looks about right. Like, I don't even know what I'm looking at here, but psh, looks pretty normal to me. And then you see the one on the right, and it's like, between the two, there's clearly something wrong with the one on the right. And, you know, I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it would be that case, but you can just tell by looking at the two samples. One side is disformed, disfigured, and unnatural looking, and the other side is not. Mind-blowing stuff. Yeah, pretty obvious which one I would rather have my blood look like. By the way, this is a uh, very interesting bar graph posted by Battle Beagle on Twitter, Harmless Yard Dog. From Grassroots Health, this is COVID-19 severity by vitamin D level. So here you can see on the left, this is uh, the number of people who have been critically, have uh, critical severity of COVID. And you see the majority of them have very low vitamin D in severe cases. Also, the majority have very low vitamin D. Almost the rest of them have a mid-range vitamin D. Uh, if you have an ordinary, you know, medium case of COVID, you see it's uh, about a third of them have very low vitamin D, a little more than half are about the mid-range, and again, a very small sliver at the top, which is people with high vitamin D. However, when you have mild cases, you find that 98% of the mild cases have very high vitamin D levels. Hey, something to consider, isn't it? Something to look at little bit of science. Hey, I have an idea. Maybe do your own research on this. <laughs> Maybe don't listen to the people telling you your only option 
is the vaccine and masks and locking down and also murder your child. Like these are not the options that we really have. We have plenty of options on how to fight this pandemic. But of course, all of those are, if they aren't, you know, actively made illegal by the government, they're at least uh, strongly discouraged. Oh, here's the uh, tweet that I was referencing earlier with Mario. Pfizer made $19 billion in quarter two of this year or $211 million per day. Some known risks of their jabs are blood clots and cardiomyopathy. Luckily for them, they make Eliquis, which is for treating blood blood clots. Sales of that medicine are up 13% this year. They also make Vindeliquel to treat cardiomyopathy. Sales are up 77% this year. Hey, isn't that amazing? Isn't that incredible? You have this uh, company, Pfizer, which, by the way, still holds the title for the largest uh, uh, lawsuit ever given to a company in America. Paid millions of dollars because they knowingly lied about their products to their customers. Isn't it amazing that their vaccine causes all these conditions that they just happen to have medicine for sale to help you fight? It's just, they're just so lucky. These just lucky people. Isn't that amazing? It's just like, can we wake up? Can we please wake up? Can the American people and the people of the world please just shake the sleep out of your eyes and understand what's going on here, that it's all a scam and that it's all lies? Please wake up. Globalist General Milley has revealed to the world that the United States is not a free republic, but is run by a permanent stay-behind network bureaucracy. The big takeaway here is, is that he didn't act alone. He felt that he was safe to talk on an overseas phone line system that he knew was being watched by not just our government, but the Five Eyes, the Russians, and the Chinese. He wanted the world to know that. He was proud of what he was doing because he was backed by the deep state. This permanent bureaucracy sees America as its enemy. It sees the American people as its enemy. It sees prosperity as its enemy. And it conspired with the communist Chinese to threaten them, basically, and say, Trump may nuke you, but if he tries, we'll call and say we're attacking you so you can respond first. That's beyond treason. But it shows the type of anti-American sycophants living in their own fetid bubble that try to get away with this. Millie and all of his accomplices need to go to prison now for life. 